welcome to Completely Fucking Clueless. My name is Audrey Jane Flowers. And my name is Sarah Alice Liddy, and we both use she, her pronouns. <laughs> I've like begun to disassociate that like intro with like my actual own sense of self. <laughs> um, and so when I hear it, it sounds like fake and I don't really fully believe it's coming out of my mouth. I know. It's honestly kind of like we've memorized a script. So I just like do it. Like, but here's the thing. As I've shown a couple of times, sometimes I'll go a little too on autopilot and yes. then I go off the rails. I feel that. I feel that. That can happen when you're not like aware. Uh. Okay. Audrey has a lot of news that she must share with us. <laughs> Mainly, I'm just like, get to the point because I want to hear it. <laughs> Again, this is like, honestly, the hardest part, not actually the hardest part, but like the funniest, hardest part of having a podcast with your friend is having to withhold information, information. about it. 100%. Um... So I went on a first date this week. Um, as I mentioned, I don't know, probably a month and a half ago, pre-October, I think. Uh, my goal was to go on two dates a month. Didn't go on a single date in October. That's okay. It was spooky month. No one needs a spooky date. <laughs> I don't mean things more scary. I also like had the ankle injury. So like wasn't really going places. Um, and so this month I was like, okay, we got to go on a date. Um, and I'm going to be honest. It wasn't even me really trying to follow through with my goal. It was the fact that uh, the person I went on the date with replied to a very niche thing that I've had on and off my profile yeah. for months. And it's a reference to, I've brought this up since I think the first episode of this podcast. Yeah. Dimension 20, a Dungeons and Dragons TV show that I love. And he was like, is this a Dungeons and Dragons reference? And I was like, ah, a little fucking nerd. <laughs> um <laughs> But yes, I we had to reschedule it. Actually, we initially had it scheduled for last week, and okay. I had to cancel and reschedule last minute. Oops. Um, and so the date was on Wednesday. Today is Friday. Okay. So he, it's it's a a, a man's person is the gender identity. It's a man's. I have a friend who whenever it's Julia, whenever I say a friend, it's almost always Julia. Whenever I tell her that I have a date, she's always like, he, she, he, she, they question mark. Like, tell me more. (laughs) Um, that's always the first question. Yeah. So, um, I literally also have in my profile, like, I don't want to talk to you on this app. Let's just meet up. Um, so, I don't know he was like do you want we figured out a date that would work and he he was like what would you want to do I was like I'm in the area of Chelsea he was like cool he he was like here are like two sort of ideas that I have and one was like this arcade bar um, and one is this sort of board game like coffee bar type place Um, and I love barcades but they tend to be pretty loud Loud. especially in the city and I literally was like I have pretty bad hearing um, so whichever one is quieter, <laughs> um, I'd maybe ha- send three sentences to this man. And I was like, I have bad hearing. So whichever is <laughs> quieter, I don't care. Just whatever's quieter. Um, so we went with the book shop, bar, game, coffee Thingy. shop. Okay. It wasn't a bookshop. I don't know. <laughs> <So> that is- <laughs> it gave like bookshop vibes probably. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we went, I was early as always. Um, I always have a tradition of I take a shot beforehand. Yes. Um, which I made a TikTok of and is deeply chaotic. So if you want to follow my chaos more, follow my TikTok. I don't know the name of it, though. So you have to find it on your own. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so we go to this bar coffee shop. We really had not spoken at all, which is kind of how I prefer it. Um, arrived, we like go in. It's like you pay like ten dollars per person for like three hours at the table. Oh, that's so nice. Um, and you can get like coffee or like they had like beer and cider. And it's nice that it gave you like all right three. This is three hours. And I also had a hard out because I had a fifty four below show that oh. I had to go to later that. Oh, okay. so that was actually she. Sarah replied to my Instagram story being like, "Is this the date?" And yeah. I was like, "No, this is." Or I didn't reply, but it, it was a 54 below show that I had to go to afterwards. Got it. Okay. That's um, a good, uh, that's good. I've heard that it's important to like, I always like it. having a heart. Yes. Um, because in case it's bad, you've got a reason to leave. True. True. Um, but yeah, so we met, at, we ended up meeting at six 30 because I had the show at nine 30. Okay. Um, so we met, we got our little spot. I would say the beginning of the date was, as all first dates are a little awkward. I bet it's so fucking awkward. Especially because they have so many board games there. And board games, for the most part, aren't super designed for two people. True. <laughs> and there was just so many games, most of which neither of us knew. So we eventually picked out one. And then it was like so... Con- it had like three pages of instructions. No. And we we both kept kind of being like, if you want to play something else, I'll play something uh, else. Until we were finally like, let's, let's play. The, there was like two people sitting next to us who just were playing Uno. And we were like, let's play Uno. He brought his own thing of Uno, which I was okay, like, I love that for him. prepared. Um, so we played Uno. Okay. Um, <laughs> we played Uno. We played Uno. One thing that I felt like was, again, I've maybe been on like five or six dates in my life. Yeah. So I'm not speaking from that much experience but what felt a little bit different was it was less focused around like the get to know you game and a little more of like talking like a regular hangout yeah, which was yeah, nice yeah. that's good um but yeah we played uno <laughs> it was very fun good um he was pretty competitive he was very good at shuffling cards which Ooh. i find weirdly hot <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm getting deny. all the good nerd vibes yeah no big old fucking nerd <laughs> um also literally i know this is like a dumb patriarchal thing that is built in and is stupid but i do find it really hot when people are taller than me oh 100 percent. and he's much taller than me Ooh, okay yeah, cool, 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 i'm cool, a cool. sucker for that shit um but it was really fun and just like very normal talking and then we played uno for a while and uh, apparently he's very good at uno he kept being like i'm actually just a very lucky person when it comes to like stupid things like this yeah um so i wasn't being absolutely crushed in uno but i was losing hard enough. losing uno um and we played <laughs> uno for long enough that we was like hey because i told him that i had the show to go yeah. to um and he was like do you want to just start walking towards it oh cool um so we walked up and then up at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> park, not Madison Square, <laughs> not, the, not where the sports happen, but the park Okay, that the Shake Shack is in. Okay. 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 Um, and we ended up chilling there for a bit and weirdly end up talking about there's like this clock that <laughs> it must be broken because it said it was like 538 oh. and it was not 538 okay um but we sat on this park bench and we chatted lovely um, and had a lovely little time and when i was like hey i have like 10 minutes till i need to go he was like do you want to just make out till it's time for you to leave <laughs> wow that okay straight motherfucking forward uh, i kind of like that though me too and i was like yeah, yeah that'd be super fun i laughed at him first and i was like sure yeah, that'd be fun um he told me I was a good kisser, which I was like, love to hear that. Okay, cool. I was going to ask, how was his kissing ability? It was a good kiss. Okay, good. Um, 
and he walked me in the subway and then I had the show. Um, oh, that's a lovely date. Yeah, it was it like was not like anything crazy, but it was like I had a very fun time chatting with him. Yeah. And like we got along pretty well. And again, I like people who are little fucking nerds. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we're we're in the midst of scheduling a date for next week. OK. Hashtag um, second day. Uh, um, yeah, we, we at the end of the day, he was like uh was like talking about making next one and so i forget that's a good sign yeah um he he had asked me he was because i was going to 54 below show and he was like well if you want to afterwards we can meet up for drinks and i was like it's going to go late i don't want to yeah and i was like but i'll send you a text if i change or to keep you updated and so after the show i was like hey show just got out i'm gonna turn in but i'd love to hang more another time he said no problem also quite tired are you free at all next week I said, I'm pretty flexible next week. What works for you? He said, I can do Tuesday, Thursday, whichever is better. Um, so I would say I have replied with let's do Tuesday. And that was yesterday morning. And I haven't gotten a reply back. Okay. Which so I, we'll see. I'm only trepidatious because do you remember several months ago when I went on a first yes. date and then we spoke about having a second date and then it never ended up happening? Yes. That. Mm, yes. No, I, I feel like that's like the part because like. The first date, yes, there's some things that are awkward about it. But then it's like, when do you decide, like, are we going to do this shit again or are we not? I would say one thing that I'm back in my habit of saying, I would say, Jesus, I thought I'd beat that. Nope. Um, I forgot how, like, addicting those chemicals of liking someone and having them like you Ugh, are it's so lovely that shit is amazing i know just to like feel that and the thing is it's like being like at the point of my relationship now it's like it's nothing like how it is at the very no. beginning because at that beginning point like those first couple of months it's like particularly mm-hmm. addictive well like it's literally a chemical reaction yeah um because you're just like oh my god this is so mm-hmm. new and so exciting you know and as it's as we discussed in the the spicy episode a couple episodes it's been a long time for me (laughs) Um, since i've done anything i haven't i don't think i've kissed anyone this year well check mark let's see was travis's birthday this year yes it was okay never mind i kissed one other person this year but that was last spring you know what i was gonna ask okay like what is the percentage of like people that you meet on a dating app and then you're like let's do something and like i very rarely do okay but it's like i very rarely even like reply to people on a dating app because i just hate them and i also will just forget to go on them yeah. for like sometimes up to a month but he also replied to something very niche and you're like that yes that thing is i have other people that i haven't replied to that i think are attractive but like i just don't care enough to respond right. to but i like it's sort of like on hinge basically someone can like you and will go into a specific thing and they can reply yes. to something yes 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 so within the liking of me there was that specific reply and so I actually replied back as opposed to just like approving the like I right. replied with more Ooh. Um, I know because that's where I'm like with dating apps that have always and when I was on them ha- was always like the struggle point of yeah. like okay we're talking but how do we like how do I figure out if we're gonna be something more that's the thing I was like no one is really interesting enough ever for me on a dating app, not by virtue of them not being interesting, but just because like you can't tell that chemistry or vibe at all on a dating app. No. So like I just never care enough or am interested enough with anyone to meet up. Literally the only reason why I did with this person was because they understood my somewhat niche reference. Yeah. Um, But 
yeah he was very cute love um, that yeah so exciting yeah so we'll see i'll keep you updated if there's a second date <laughs> i w- was more ex- or i am more excited about that i sound but again i remember the last time being on here saying that like it went really right, well and, and then, then a you're like date not happening i know and that i'm feeling embarrassing no i get it it's but like he, hard oh, do you know what i loved what he's not on tiktok meaning <sighs> he's not gonna see my TikToks. i love that no mm-hmm. it kind of like litter i love that olivia doesn't use social like, media i was I like love it well particularly because tiktok will show you people who are in your contacts oh okay, okay. and so i was like oh, oh no. no and then he was like i don't have a tiktok and i was like great amazing amazing i know i think about that a lot especially for like really big creators like the whole dating thing like oh god what are you supposed to do like like but at least if you're big enough then like there's kind of no avoiding it so you just have to exactly address it whereas like with us we're just like a medium enough size oh but one thing that i did actually want to mention um was so i'd spoken to our good friend daniella beforehand okay and I think this is something I've spoken about on the podcast is like, I have a lot of things that like in actuality, I'm not embarrassed of. And I'm very like proud of, or I like about myself. But when you first meet me, like I tend to get kind of embarrassed about those things. Yeah. I can, I understand. Um, I feel that particularly cause we're like in a weird point of our life. And like both of us have sort of struggled with direction and aren't super sure what we're doing. Yeah. And so like, I kind of hate, like I actually kept kind of wanting to cancel. And I was really nervous leading up to this, particularly cause I'm on leave right now of like the conversation of like, Oh, what do you do for work? And me being like, well, I work at Lululemon. Right. Um, but I actually, I spoke about the podcast a little bit. I didn't tell him the name because I was like, I don't need you looking it up at this soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you could find it if you looked up my name, but whatever. Um, and so I tried to be just like very much a, like, I think I always kind of subconsciously or like subtly apologize for a lot of my things about myself. hundred percent. And so I was really trying to not apologize for my things. Um, and I also like, a method that I've kind of adopted is like just getting the shit that people might have an issue with out of the way early. Like right. I really have in my dating profile now, like one of the prompts, I think I literally spoke about this yeah. last week. About yeah, being I have something right? about being queer. queer I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I like brought up, like I have my BFA music theater. I work at Lululemon. I have a podcast brought up all those things. Wasn't um, well, he wasn't scared. He did not run. No. And what was nice was that like, it wasn't like going in and super like explaining everything. That was nice right. about just like having a more regular conversation. Like these um, are just the things about me. Yeah. And I was like, uh, he was like, Oh, how do you end up seeing the show tonight? And I was like, well, it's a family friend. And I'm like kind of in theater. He was like, how are you kind of in theater? And I was like, well, I have my BFA, but then um, like I finished up school in the pandemic and it kind of just, killed that out of me yeah. so I took some time off so I'm still kind of in it but not really um but yeah so I tried to really like own my shit and not like apologize for everything about myself yeah I feel that I feel like that is something when I hear you know y'all talk about dating or like even like last week when Claire was talking about her dates like if I was in your position that is something that I'd be really nervous about is like yeah. going to a date and being like this is who I am and who I am is a little messy, you know? Oh, absolutely. Like, like he's in computer engineering, like, okay. Very different. I was going to ask what he does, but also from like the vibe I'm getting, I could tell he's like probably not like doing a pirouette on the stage or anything. Yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> um, He's doing, I always get computers. My parents are like in computer science, computer engineering, and I always kind of get what the difference is, but he does coding essentially. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Um, Smarty. 
And I, and he he went to Columbia, and I was like, uh, "Wow, oh my god!" Honestly, he gets a check in my book. Okay, this is going to sound so vain of me, like incredibly vain. But like, you just become hotter to me if you've been or going to an Ivy League. Like, you just do. I know it's a thing of privilege, but I also find smart people you know, hot. No, so attractive. Yeah. Like, literally. I but then I felt can't. like kind of silly being like, I have my BFA. <laughs> I know. No, I get it. But like, also, I think sometimes when somebody comes to me and is like, well, I went to this school and did this. I'm like, okay, I know you probably don't know this, but like, I it went was to competitive. As I fuck went for me to, to get into college. one yeah. of the top 10 programs in the country for what I did. So I feel like that's, I understand like the BFA thing. Like it can be intimidating, especially with somebody who's completely who, outside. Uh, right. Like, that's the thing is like right. theater people, like theater I, people will know exactly what the I, fuck we're I talking about. I have a about. friend who like, met a bunch of people who were kind of in theater and she told them that like two of her best friends went to Elon mm-hmm. in Michigan and they were like oh my god that's so cool but like most people would not Don't hear that, that and yes. be like oh my god Elon I know <laughs> I think I've always I'm like yeah I went to Elon because I just like when I say it to theater people I do but like so many people from like just my fucking hometown went no, there they that, do like, not understand I know like because, he's from New Jersey he knows oh, Elon oh okay yeah. cool no so especially because it's such a popular school in this area yes. people will know it but they'll know it as like oh, and it's also that's kind a, of a specific type of person yeah, that tends to go there 100%. not always but like Yes. In but yes. general. Yeah. Well, I'm glad your date went well. And my fingers are crossed for a second one. I'm interested yeah. in this guy. He's he's sparking an interest. Yeah. I, I had a really fun time. That's good. Um, wow. That's so good. That must feel like really good. Even like if it doesn't go like, it ha- you know, does, especially because I've gone so on so few first dates. It's yeah. like nice, like have another a under my ex- belt and be like, oh, I'm not terrible at this. Like an audition yeah. or like something. <laughs> not like it's an audition in the way like of the but like the more you you do something the like, more comfortable yes, yes yes it was it was fun I I had a lot more fun than I thought and I I would really like to see him again and yeah I forgot how fun it is kissing people there's Ugh. a reason why we do that kissing is really fun yeah well I had a bad week because I got an emergency <laughs> root canal <laughs> in a whole other change of events on Wednesday I woke up and I've been in like excruciating tooth pain for like a while but like in the last like five days it's like in order to not feel the pain I would have to like take my fucking finger and put it in my mouth and like press on my tooth and so I woke up on Wednesday and I sort of had like a fever and like I just was in so much pain like and then I had my coffee and it was so oh. painful. And apparently, which I learned from the dentist or the person who did the root canal, you should like it's a, it's very normal for cold to like hurt your teeth. Like any tooth, it's, it's like very normal. But if hot, if heat bothers your tooth, you have an issue. Mm. So I took a nap because I hadn't slept and then I woke up because <laughs> of my fucking tooth and then I woke up and I was like okay I gotta call this doctor because I need to get an ASAP and an angel sent from heaven literally this woman was like can you come right now I was like I'm already halfway there um and I yeah the doctor was like I've never seen someone so excited to get a fucking root canal I was like <laughs> just take this pain away um, but I'm so happy I did it because I feel so much better now. Yay. Well, we're very happy that we're we are. Yes, we everybody, are, our followers. All, I'm speaking for the followers. Yes. We're all very happy that Sarah's doing better and is 
not in pain. <laughs> I'm living my best life now with thriving. Uh, one less nerve in my mouth. I think that's how it works. I like take the nerve out or whatever. This is just one nerve. I thought nerves like I don't, I don't know. know. They use some like very Again, scary looking tool. We got our BFA. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is that on that. Oh, I do have an opinion though. Have you watched Love Is Blind season three? No. Are you going to? Probably not. Okay. Well, this honestly doesn't have any spoilers in it. I was just okay. This season was really good. Like it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um. But something that I was feeling when I was watching it was like the weddings that they plan for these people are so fucking chuggy. Like in the grossest venue, the dresses are awful. Like it's so chuggy. So I was like, if I were ever on one of these shows and actually got married, like I would just do it again. Yeah. I'd be like, can this be fake? Like, uh, like I need to have an actual wedding. That's very pretty because this is disgusting. Agreed. It's so chuggy and gross. I'm like, the venue well, is Because ugly. weddings are expensive. No, true. And they're not dropping that kind of cash no. on these random motherfuckers. I know. I was just Who are like, going to get divorced. These rings are... <laughs> <laughs> like, these rings are gross. Like, whatever. But you know, it's so interesting because this was shot over a year and a half ago. Like, it was shot in May of 2021, which is a long time ago. Yeah. Almost two That's years. That's when we graduated. Yeah, I know. Fuck. And so, and they ju- and they recently shot the reunion, which I watched. So I'm like, there's been two couples that got married that are still married, and then one couple that didn't get married, but they're still like dating and together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was such I highly recommend. It was really okay. good, and all the episodes are out now. Maybe I'll watch it. Another show I've started is um, what's it called? Ho- not hotel. Yes. Did you watch that Hulu show? Fuck. Oh, my God. Ho- not Hotel Chantal. <laughs> That's where we go to brunch. That's where we go to brunch. <laughs> oh, White Lotus. Oh, I haven't watched that. I you watched haven't? like So I watched like one episode of the first season, but I was distracted talking to a friend. I do think I would like it, and yeah. I keep meaning to watch it. It's good. I'm watching the second season now, which is good, but I'm interested to see what direction they're taking it in. Okay. There's this whole. I w- definitely think I'm going to watch it now that Aubrey Plaza's in the second. Yes, season. she's and really I, good in it. I think she's. I love her. Yeah. On a lot of levels. She's and it's interesting because I feel like her character in this is so different from what she did in like yeah. Parks and Rec. Um. Yeah. I'm like thinking about all the TV shows. Have you watched The Watcher? I haven't, but I have two other TV show Ooh, recommendations. Okay. Very different than yours. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> one is I can't really go into the description without really getting into spoilers but it's like a dark comedy if you ever watched house it's the guy who plays house on house very different role this is like a sort of dark weird comedy um if you remember like the weird dude that they all hated who wasn't not the hr guy from the office but the one who came in from tallahassee I never watched The Office, fun fact. I think his name is Gabe. Gabe is one of the characters in it and plays a very similar character. Anyway, I'm doing a terrible job of describing it, but watch it. It's so funny and such just a colossal clusterfuck. Mm. Another one is Loot, which is on Apple TV. Avenue 5 is on HBO. Okay. Um, Loot is on Apple TV. And, oh, fuck, what's her name? Uh... Old SNL star. Um, fuck, she's so beautiful. What's her name? Old SNL. Amy Poehler? No, no. Um, I'm totally blanking on her name. Uh, oh, uh, Maya Rudolph. Oh, yes. Oh, I love her. Yes. 
So she's the lead in it. And it's basically like kind of a spoof off or clearly a spoof off of, do you remember when Jeff Bezos and his wife got divorced a couple of years back? Yes. Um, it's basically kind of a comedy based around that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this wife of this like very rich tech CEO finds out he's been cheating on her with a much younger woman. Mm. And it's kind of about her like spiral. And then she like finds out that she has this like foundation and they like, call her in to talk to her being like, because she's been like partying all over the place and being just a complete clusterfuck in the wake of the divorce. Yeah. Um, and they're like, hey, so this reflects badly on like, we're trying to like help and do good things. And so then she decides to like get involved with the foundation and organization. Yeah. Um, And she's just like, she's, she has like $86 billion. So she's so disconnected from reality. Holy shit. Um, and it's, so it's like her with these like very normal average people. um, And it's just, it's so funny. And like, so does a beautiful job of the comedy of like how disconnected these people are from yeah. um, reality. And like, it's just really funny to watch like the highs of the highs and the lows, and the lows collide and the cheating husband. Who's not a super big character. Did you ever watch parks and rec? Yeah. Uh, ben Wyatt. <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay. And I gotta watch this. This sounds good. It. It's so good. This is from like literally the first episode. So it's not really spoiling, but my favorite thing is like, very early in the first episode she finds out he's been cheating and she comes out and it's in the middle of her birthday party when she finds out as no. well also you get to see her wear amazing fits she Ooh. looks gorgeous um but she comes out and she's like i had sex with you when you had your weird little body before you fixed it with money and it makes me laugh because like That's if you funny. see old photos of elon musk he looked very different like i saw someone making a joke the other day being like elon musk has had more gender affirming surgery than like most trans people like he did not look like that. He's Ooh. had a lot of surgery to look the Wait. not very attractive way he does now. I got to see. I got to I got to look at old photos yeah. of him. No, he looked pretty different. That's so Particularly interesting. Really his hairline. Yeah, I don't really follow like Elon Musk or I Jeff Bezos, follow... but I know that Elon has now acquired Twitter, which That's... is a whole combo. I don't follow him very much, but like this Twitter fiasco has been such an issue. That was him? Yeah. Holy shit. He's actually different. his first wife. Um, it's a very old article or piece, but she wrote a really fascinating piece on basically being like, I was a starter wife. She was his first wife. It's really fascinating, actually. Ooh, wait, I want to read that. Um, yes, 10 out of 10. I'm not remembering her name. But if you look up like I was a starter wife, Elon Musk, you'll find it. Um, but yeah, so I highly recommend Loot on Apple TV and Avenue 5. Avenue 5 is definitely way more dystopian, takes place in the future. Um, Loot is much more just like fun not frivolous by any means because it does tackle real issues but more frivolous have you watched the selena gomez doc i haven't you know what i watched the first like 15 minutes and then i stopped but that's all everybody's been talking about this week um and it's really interesting hearing everybody's different like opinions on it i feel like i have to like get through it but for some reason like i started watching it and i just wasn't it's just not calling to me right now yeah it's definitely I've heard a lot of like interesting takes because, for example, she has like a best friend that basically just like follows her around and lives with her. And the whole idea of like, well, that means her friend is definitely not working. So is she like paying her to always be around? I've seen a couple of things like some people saying that she's like a like a bad friend. Some people saying she's a really good, good friend. friend. Right. Because apparently she was like super honest with her um about or was like but i also think like anything filmed and put without like and again even if there is context it's not going to have the entire context like i've certainly done things in my life that 
even with the full context, we all do some shitty things. A hundred percent. Or even if it's the right thing that sounds shitty, like. No, even like a the a love is blind too. This season, there is a whole context issue thing happening because one of the couples, one of the girls, you know, at the spoiler, sorry, um, just so you know, if you want to skip, um, one of the girls, her, oh fuck, what is her name? Zay, Zay at the altar is like you were disrespectful and you made me feel really insecure about myself because you made comments about my weight or like eating and things like that, which is obviously definitely not okay. And then in the reunion, she kept referencing this one scene about you know him making judgment on her for eating like clementines and then you watch the scene and it's very interesting because like he's not the best guy like he definitely disrespected her at times there were other things that he said that i thought were very problematic but you watch this scene and it doesn't really seem that bad seem that bad he was just like oh like you're gonna have clementines and she's like yeah and he's like oh but we're going to eat soon and she was like Oh, I've only eaten like a banana today. And he's like, oh my God, why would you do that? And she was like, oh, wouldn't you like to know? It was just very, it was interesting. But also like, I think it's, you know, like, like it's also like the context of which each of them are going through the editing. And then yes. it's like, if he's made comments well, about food in the past to her off screen, she can take any. Netflix is not afraid of editing things. Have you seen that one clip of where they literally edited something in like a reunion to make it look like someone was turning to someone was turning to look at someone, mm. but people literally saw because it's just a, it's put in reverse. So you can literally see the hairs, the person's hair moving in a way that like gravity does not work. Oh shit. That is really? literally like, it's them turning their head like, away from this person and it has been edited to make it look like she's looking at them <laughs> and you can tell because her hair moves in a way that hair doesn't move <laughs> all of the, of the whole editing process especially for reality tv shows is so interesting to me like i listen to giggly squad which is two girls that uh, one of yes. them stopped summer's house one is still doing it and they both have said like one day they will release like what Re- filming and being on reality tv is really like and i would just love to know because that i just need somebody to do a full deep dive like fuck what all the tv like people are gonna think like get your money and just let it loose to us because i need to know i mean the reason they can't is probably contracts yeah so hopefully those will be up one day uh, they expired <laughs> so most, most not i don't know anything about laws or contracts but i feel like i remember someone saying at some point that NDAs do expire so yeah do you know what someday I'm looking forward to what uh the like either docu documentary or docu series that they'll do someday about uh BuzzFeed like the OG BuzzFeed BuzzFeed. I know there's so many good things that like I'm interested one day to see like a TikTok documentary um Instagram I'm trying to think like of other current things like big things that have happened I know but those are almost too big that like they just will be sad yeah the buzzfeed one will be sad and bad but it's at least contained enough that it's not like buzzfeed ruined our democracy true 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 true, true. <laughs> so many things so many documentaries <laughs> the world's really on fire love it um quick Who, oh quick i have one other oh go announcement um announcement not announcement psa announcement yeah a, a psa no it's not <laughs> um so there's something kind of exciting that happened, but we're going to get to that next. Uh, these in reality took place in reverse order for me. And I was like, ah, oh, theatrically, it would have been more fun for them to take place 
in this order. So I'm having them take place in this order on the podcast. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to include that little rant. Maybe it made sense. Maybe it did not. Anyway, so that job that I've been interviewing for, I didn't get it. Oh. <laughs> Sarah went and clearly <laughs> thought I was going to say I got it. <laughs> I was like, you know that job? I was like, oh. I didn't get it. That's okay. Um, Which is a bummer and I'm sad about because I had a couple interviews and uh, I really enjoyed talking with them. There will be other jobs, um, but I'm, I'm bummed about it. I'm less bummed because of something cool that happened 12 hours before that. I know. Um, yes, we got a really exciting email. Yes, was it yesterday? It was evening? yesterday. It was last night. It was last night. We're that not- we both literally thought was spam at first. I was like, is this fake? I literally looked up the person on LinkedIn. Hashtag LinkedIn girly. Yes. Um, and you... Mm, words. <laughs> and eventually we will obviously tell you what it is. And we're going to actually go to the... I'll call it an event so you guys can, I mean, it is an event. So um, we'll go to the event and we'll actually like debrief it on like the podcast. But um, I just want to, we just want to say thank you to everybody that listens to this because this opportunity would have never been like presented if people did not pay attention to what we were doing. And so I don't know if you felt this way, but I felt this way that like sometimes you know, I feel so fucking clueless about my life. I'm feeling so scared about which direction it's going to go in. Like I, you know, I understand it's important to like have a job and work for things, but like the things that I do creatively for the podcast and for myself, just like I'd rather be doing those things. It's like what fuels you. So when you see little progress in the things that you're doing and you see that like small wins like it just makes the world of a difference it's like not like like there's part of me that like feels like i'm overreacting because i was literally like and we we are i feel bad that we're like clip hanging a little bit but like i literally was like low grade crying when we got this email just because like again as everyone knows like recently and even now for like several kind of years i've been like really lost in what i'm doing and especially now that i've been on like this leave and just like with like I've been applying to endless jobs like I really just have not been confident and I've really just felt a lot of fear that I'm doing the wrong things um and this was just a a lovely amazing sign of like hey you're walking in the right direction period that's how I felt it was because you know what I had somebody not had somebody lol she's on tiktok she's actually a theater girly her name's Maggie I can't remember her last name she was in the national tour of a course line in Tokyo and Mm -hmm. she made this TikTok about like when like following the arrows that life like gives you and so I think I saw this TikTok. yes and like it just like reminds me of that so yes thank you to everybody because this could not happen without people listening to this and like this just Hopefully this it's truly, only the beginning. Yeah, this this is just it's truly a project that like means so much to us and we we love getting to do this every week and thank you so much to everyone who is listening or has listened or has ever like even reviewed or whatever. Yes. Like it it's like as much as like it is silly and like in the big picture of things it's small like it really does mean a lot to us. Um Yeah. Yeah. We love so you guys. We'll, we'll actually get into what it is at a later date. Yes, but it's an event. I'll tell you yes. that. It's an event and it's an exciting event. Um, and we'll get into it Yeah, when it happens. <laughs> um, do you have any coolest moments? I feel like I'm going to burp. Sorry, everyone. Do you have any? 
Um, not that are worth mentioning. I'm more excited about what we're talking about today. Honestly, me too. I'm ready to get into it. Okay. We're skipping clueless moments of the week. The clueless moment is now in life. <laughs> it's everything. It's everything. <laughs> clueless moments, moments of the week. week. We gave it's you canceled the song. this week. It's canceled. It's done. Um, so this week we've decided to talk about first. So another warning to Nancy Purdy. <laughs> I literally, when we decided we were doing this, the first thing I texted Sarah was, I'm going to need to give another Nancy Purdy warning. Nancy, you're welcome to listen if you would like. However, you may not want to. This one's going to get much more graphic. Also to my mom, who's begun listening again. <laughs> hey, maybe please don't. I don't think my parents listen, but just in case. My my parents stopped, but then my mom re-began. And I'm like, <laughs> just please. I mean, I feel like the more I say don't listen, the more They're you're going to, to listen. But like, just just don't you know we're gonna be talking about our first first kiss first sex first drinking all the firsts which are honestly it's so funny because when you think about it all the most of the firsts are like these like quote-unquote scandalous things because you don't you know you have the big moment for that first yes let's get into it Okay, what should we start off with? Um, I feel like we should start with the first kiss. I feel yes, like that's such that a classic first. Classic first. Um, do you want to go first? Okay. I have a first, like, my first, like, kiss that was, like, a kid kiss. And okay. then my first actual kiss. Okay. Do you have both? Um, Let me think. My first, honestly, my first, like, okay, oh, like, a kid kiss that maybe happened in elementary school. I didn't yes. have that moment. But my first kiss was, like, a full mic out, so... My first, like, quote-unquote kiss that was, like, a kid kiss was... I only tell this because I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um. So, my grandmother has this house in New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, that's <laughs> where she lives. Um. And we have, like, a, a little, like... It's on a lake. And so, we have a little, like, raft out there. And so, there was this other family growing up that we were really close with that uh, this family had two kids, a brother who was my sister's age and a daughter who was my age, who was like my best friend when I was a kid. Um, And they would come up to New Hampshire with us a lot. And I don't remember what age we were, um, but I'd had his name, the brother's name was Jake and I'd had a crush on him my entire childhood. Um, And (laughs) I don't remember how we got to it or how we decided to kiss, but we at first... (laughs) Like the the raft that we had was called a bongo and it was like a trampoline blow raft. Like when I was really young, it was like a wooden raft that you couldn't really go underneath. But this one you could go underneath. And like when we first tried to have our like first kiss, we kissed underwater, <laughs> <laughs> which didn't work. So then there's like this little like bunkhouse that like has some beds, but is mostly like storage. Um, and so we went into the bunkhouse and had our first kiss. Ooh. I don't think I ever told the daughter, whose name was Ryan, who was my best friend as a kid, that I ever kissed her brother. I don't <laughs> think I ever told her. I literally actually remember one night, like, six years later, we weren't even, like, friends anymore. But I ended up sleeping over at her house one night, almost telling her. Yeah. Um, and I also remember this part is embarrassing for me. I remember one time, I don't remember the name of it, but do you remember, like, that, like, app or whatever in high school where you could like anonymously ask people questions yes i don't remember what it was called but i do remember it so uh so jake was two years older than me um and so i don't know i was like a freshman in high school and so i saw that he had posted one and so i went and created like the, the anonymous account and yeah. asked who is your first kiss i don't remember the name wasn't me <laughs> 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 um so that was my first like 
baby kiss okay. um, but yeah we tried to kiss underwater and shockingly it didn't, didn't work. work i love that let's try and kiss underwater <laughs> i don't know why we thought that was a great idea um in my head no one knew i'm sure everyone uh, knew that i had a crush on him but that's so cute though yes um that's okay. a cute story do you want to do? mine's not I'm, okay it's not not fun but it's i think i've told it on the podcast before because it was with olivia so um, Olivia and I, we went to this summer camp called Camp Mohawk, which is a very popular camp in this like Westchester area. Um, and um, we had formed a connection and I can't really, apparently, according to Olivia's story, we had been sleeping in the same bunk for like a couple of nights at this point. And from what I remember from our first kiss is we were in the same bunk and everyone, we thought everyone was asleep. We later, <laughs> they never are. No, we later found out that, um, because our, one of our camp counselors lived in the same town as Olivia at the time. <laughs> and I went and visited Olivia many months later and the camp camp counselor saw us at this park and was like, Oh yeah, I totally know you guys kiss. But like, I, I, I wasn't going to interrupt yeah. that moment. Which was very nice of her because That's it could have cute. been very, very opposite. Bad, yeah. Um, and we kissed and like made out. I remember Olivia's tongue because like that's just like <laughs> you know it's like your first kiss. Um, and um, Olivia has a very small tongue. Um, I don't know if that's too graphic for this. But I just like remember that. Um, so that was my first kiss. Um, and then I'll tell like. And then a couple months later, I ended up kissing this guy that I was doing rent with. And <laughs> until I fully accepted my sexuality, that was the story that I would tell as my first kiss. But now I take it back. Sorry. <laughs> my like first actual kiss uh, was sophomore year of high school. Um, I was a little on the late side, which I was already very aware of. And we also, so they don't do it anymore. I think actually my grade was the last one to do this. The actual name of the scene is Red Coat. Um and it's pretty often done in like acting classes. We it was known in the program as the makeout scene. Oh, because you got to kiss. <gasps> There's so many kisses in it. First stage kiss. Wow. Um, <laughs> and it so you would always do it sophomore year, like pretty early in the fall of sophomore year. Okay. And so I knew I had that coming up, and. I didn't really want my first kiss to be in that. Yeah. Um. And so I don't even remember how I like very briefly kind of dated this guy in my school. He was a dance major in the grade above me. Yeah. Um. And we'd gone on like one date. I say very loosely because like it was a boarding right. school. Like it was literally on campus. Like we literally were just like hanging out around campus. But we ended up in there's a student center. Um, we called it the campus center. We didn't call it the student center. Um, and it was actually very deserted, probably because it was a weekend. So people don't tend to hang out there, not during the school yeah. day or school week. Um, so we were like sitting on the couches and I don't remember how, but we ended up kissing. And the, the point of, or the funny part of the story is not the kiss. The kiss was, I don't know, average. Yeah. I don't really remember. But the funny part comes from afterwards. He asked me if that was my first kiss. Oh, <laughs> And I didn't want to lie, but I also didn't want to tell him the truth. So I said, that's for me to know and you to wonder. Very Except, And now I tell people that story and they're like, oh, that's kind of cool. But I'm like, no, but for context, you need to think of me at like 15 saying that. Yeah. It was not cool. 
And then we just sat in silence because like that was a weird response for me to give. <laughs> and um, I'm remembering the story very clearly because I actually literally ended up telling it on uh, my date the other night. Oh, Don't know gosh. how. Um, but the campus center had motion activated lights. And so the lights went out because we were just sitting there in silence, not moving. And then a bunch of people came in and found us just sitting, sitting there. in the and dark. The thing about it is when you walk in on those situations, you know mm-hmm. what was going down because, but here's the, it seemed like something had been really happening because we were sitting close to each other. Like uh, we were in the dark, but we'd literally kissed once and, and then just been sitting in silence. That's so funny. Um, and so it was like, big drama and whatever um but yeah no i've that was very embarrassing um i think we we never even actually formally broke up we we saw i don't know we we were supposed to go to some movie night together and he got mad at me and then i just full ghosted him like we sat together next to each other in one class and i just told my friend i was like you have to sit next to me and we just i full ghosted his existence until like two weeks later um and he was dating someone else. Um, <laughs> That's how high schoolers do it. Let's be well, real. There's also like additional layers of like, he was in the process of, I think, coming to terms with being like bi pan queer. Okay. Okay. Um, so he was then dating my friend Jesse. And so I was like, congrats on you. And Jesse was the first time he's like, after making out. Um, but then I also found out after the fact that he was full hooking up with my friend Jesse because they lived in the same dorm the whole the whole two weeks we were dating that's so and then funny. everyone knew and no one told me so a little butthurt about that i love the con- like the first time he speaks congrats on jesse that is such Literally. a fucking but i high didn't even say it in a do. mean way i tr- said yeah. it in a very genuinely nice yes. way um but yeah no i full just literally pretend he didn't exist it that's uh, so funny i always say that my hoe phase was in eighth grade and ninth grade <laughs> which sounds worse than it is i was i just made out with like almost anything that would walk like i was in hairspray i made out with the guy that played seaweed i made out with <laughs> another guy and then i also had to kiss like you know link on stage i mean he was so much shorter than me <laughs> um in ninth grade and then i went away to sleepaway camp i went to um what's it not camp mohawk at this point i went to stage door and the first time i was there i met this kid from germany his name was alexis um and we like dated you know for those three weeks um and we were making out in this like studio room and a family was coming on a tour and they just came on in and then the next year i made out with the guy that played the plant in um (laughs) in what's little shop of horrors little shop of horrors Um, um, yeah, so I always say that that was my hoe phase, just making out with everybody. <laughs> I think I've never been more popular than when I started a new middle school. I, I switched to private for seventh grade, and it was a very small school where, like, our class was, like, I don't know, like, 35 kids, and, Ooh. like, that was pretty big for the school. Oh, wow. Um, and the school started in pre-K, so a lot of people had known each other right. since, like, they were literally yeah. infants. Um, not literally. Pre-schoolers aren't infants, but because I was new, I was by default really cool yeah and i didn't realize and take advantage but um turns out so many people like crush on me uh not to brag (laughs) a very funny interaction that i ended up having was that one of my friends friends i'd known her for like three weeks was like oh someone has a crush on you but i can't tell you who and i was like if i guess will you tell me and she's like yeah and (laughs) in our very small class there was four sams and so there was a Sam I thought maybe had a crush on me. So I said, Sam. And she's like, oh, my God, yes. He's right over there staring at you. And she pointed to not the Sam not I thought. The, oh, um, I don't even actually remember. There was like British Sam. There's tall Sam. There's funny Sam. And then just 
regular Sam, wow, I guess. a lot of Sam. A lot of Sams. Uh, but I think that was probably the most popular I've ever been. I love that. It was devastating, though, because my best friend of one week was like, if Will asks you to dance at the dance, you have to say no. And I was like, why? And she's like, because I have a crush on him. But you like I him. had a crush on Will as well. <gasps> Um, but Will never asked me to dance with him. <sighs> Sam did, though. The Sam that I liked. Aww. Or maybe it wasn't the Sam I liked. I don't remember. That's so cute. <laughs> Middle school is such a cute, cringy time. It really isn't is. It? Wow. I really got on several rants No, with me too. Because it just, like, brings up memories. Okay. First period. Um, I think it was... I got it pretty early. I think it was fifth grade. My family was... Mine's not really sorry. I literally... I got my period. My family was skiing with another family in Maine. Um, went into the bathroom, put in a tampon, told no one. Wow. I had Honestly, such the most a baller thing I've ever done. That is baller. I uh, think it was because I didn't want anyone to know. I was like, ah! Yeah, I think mine was either the summer going into sixth grade or the summer going into seventh grade. I can't really remember. But I know it was in the summer because I went to a friend of mine's beach house. And I think it was literally the first morning I got there. I remember going to the bathroom and like all this brown shit is in my <laughs> underwear. And I was like, oh my God, I think this is my period. So I tell my friend and we were going to the pool and that's oh, the thing. No. It's that's, like you need a tampon. Was in winter. I know. So um, luckily my I was very close with this friend and her mom and her mom stuck a tampon right at my vagine for me. Um, I don't that's all I really remember. And then the one other thing that I remember about this experience, which just like I would I think my mom's psychic is that. I don't know if I got picked up early or like if I was being emotional, but my mom was like, I knew you were going to get your period. Like I knew I shouldn't have left you this week. Like I knew it was going to happen. And she was like, the doctor said it was going to happen soon. And I was like, are you a psychic? Like, (laughs) do you know what's going on in my body? (laughs) But yeah, that's my story. And I have a journal entry from that time that I still have. And it's like, dear diary, I got the... (laughs) I got my first period. Like, it's really cute. I love that. It's so cute. And I'm so happy I have it. Like, it's so <laughs> cute. So what was your first time really drinking? Um, My parents had, like, taken me to a lot of, like, wine tastings when we traveled. Honestly, like, that's so iconic. <laughs> like, literally, like, I went to a wine tasting in fifth grade. And my parents, A, two very funny things is I loved all the cheese. That They were like, Ooh. what's your favorite brother cheese? And then they were like, which was your favorite wine? And I was like, the because la- I did taste a little bit of the no, wine. No, um, yes, I get that. And I was like, the last one. And they were like, of course you bitch picked the most expensive one. <laughs> um, expensive taste from the beginning. Exactly. But the first time I really got drunk was my family Thanksgiving of my junior year of high school, I think. Okay. Um, I'm like kind of the younger of the batch of cousins that would do thanksgiving together or that like hang out the most and what also was happening that year is i have two cousins who we've quasi adopted um because my dad's other family's jehovah's witness and they came out as gay um and they never really had done holidays before because jehovah's witness don't celebrate holidays or birthdays or anything got it um so it was their first time really with us like we'd met them when we were like really young at family reunions but we hadn't really seen them since because uh we were bad influences on them because we were so northern and shit um and so my cousins were really exciting that I was drinking because I hadn't really ever drank before um so my parents got a whole bunch of cider just for me um and then at dinner had like wine Wine. because everyone has a big wine but I think I also had a cider because I didn't really want the wine and so then my cousins and I basically from ever since we were younger like sort of after dinner we'd go to the basement and kind of 
do our own shit. Yeah. Um, and so we ended up taking shots. Um, <laughs> and like drinking more because what else were we going to do? We're in Marblehead fucking Massachusetts. There's nothing to do. Um, and so the only shot glasses that my parents own for some oh, reason geez. are these crystal shot glasses that my grandmother got them for their wedding oh, or God. that my grandmother yeah got them for their wedding. Um, so we obviously weren't going to use those because we were like, we will break these. Um, but my family does have like these small water glasses. Like, you know, the really tall ones that I have yeah, in, yeah, yeah, that like yeah. a lot of households have. There's like a short version yes, and yes. then a really short version. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. So the really short version is like much smaller than a regular size glass. Yes. But it is still much larger, larger than a short yes. glass. So we weren't filling them all the way. But you <laughs> but they were still much larger than a shot glass. And oh. we were just like straight up drinking out my parents' liquor. Um, and we weren't even taking the shitty stuff. I mean, we weren't taking the nicest stuff. We weren't taking the shitty stuff. And so we ended up playing Cards Against Humanity. Or was... Or... Yeah, I think it was Cards Against Humanity. And basically yeah. whoever won the round got to assign a shot. And basically almost every round that wasn't won by me, the shot was assigned to me. Oh, shit. Because it was like your first time really drinking. Mm -hmm. So they were like, let's fuck And you like, up. I had no really sense of anything because <laughs> I hadn't really drank that much. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that I had just fallen asleep at some point until in the next few days, I keep hearing stories and stories that involve me. Oh, so you blacked that out. I have no recollection of. Ooh. Um, and one of them is, my cousins and I somehow set off the water alarm. I don't know a how, how but B really what the water alarm is. Oh no. It's because our basement like had a lot of issues genuinely with the toilet overflowing. Um like we literally had like a we called it like the poopy flood when I was younger. Oh shit. Where, like a ton of my sisters and I's like stuffies just like it literally just took over the whole basement. Yeah, oh, very bad. Gosh. So now they had a water alarm. Um we also at some point they're like the basements have like these windows out towards like ground level essentially to let some sunlight in and so my mom doesn't have snacks um that are like junk food and we wanted that and so we were gonna i do remember this we were trying to uber to like a cvs to get snacks it was closed cvs closes at like 8 p.m in my yeah. town this was like 1 a.m <laughs> um but we decided to climb out that window <laughs> instead of going and my cousins had been trying on my mom and my sister's shoes at some point I forget which, but I, I think it was my mom's shoe just got lost at some point. I'm not sure it's ever been refound or maybe it was months later in the garden. Um, but anyway, my mom told me the next day, she was like, I'm glad that you're at least a happy drunk. Oh, um, gosh. Oh, my gosh. And my family always sets up for Christmas really early or not always, but started doing that because I went to boarding school so that I could be a part of it. So we went and got our Christmas tree the next day Ugh. and we were all just so hungover and Ow. just like did not want to be there yeah that's painful <laughs> ow this is gonna be a long episode warning everyone it's already basically an hour and we've got a while to go Love sorry it. not sorry <laughs> um my honestly i don't really remember the first time i really drank i do remember the first time that i went to where kids in my town drink it's called the woods aka a <laughs> golf course in my town um and you have to like climb through this like little fence to get there um and that's where people would congregate and drink and i just remember the first time going there and i'm like whoa this is so crazy <laughs> um but 
yeah, I guess that's not really an interesting story <laughs> because I don't really remember the first time I drank. I in ninth and tenth grade, like I was very anti-drinking because I thought it was going to hurt my voice. And then I started yeah. dating someone older junior year, and I think that's sort of how I got into it. But luckily, besides the woods, um, my friend Katrina, she had all older siblings, and so her parents would let her throw parties. So I always say like we grew up in her kitchen because yeah. we had a lot of events and parties there. I only drink at home or at my friend's Annie's house um, who like they her family lived in Cambridge, um, which was not super far. Like we could basically take the train or we could all Uber together or her parents would pick us up essentially. And yeah. we would all go stay at her house for the weekend. And it would only be like my school had super strict alcohol rules because it was boarding right. school. But even if you were like off campus with parents permission, you could get in trouble. Like I see my senior year, they gave us a whole speech. And one of the things they said was like. Because there there been an issue with drinking and a whole separate story. Yeah. Um, but one of the things they said was like, even if your siblings are of age, you can't be in the room if they're drinking. And I was like, so my, oh my 40 gosh, something year old sister, if she decides to have a glass of wine, I'm supposed to leave. That's like, ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Um, but they were super strict. So we'd always put away our phones and it had to be really small groups. Yeah. So it was like literally this group of five of us that oh would just go. And I don't know if this was all my friend asked it for or if it was just what her mom would always get. But we would we only ever had fireball and that's why oh, like i yeah, don't you don't really drink, drink fireball well fireball was one of the first alcohols that i had to nix because i went to this like couple couples night with <laughs> um some people that i knew in high school and we were playing like we this like drinking card game and w- one of it one of the cards was like oh you get to make up a rule and unfortunately like i lo- lost and the rule <laughs> was that you had to take like three shots of fireball oh, and at the time like that's a lot to do at once even like, now that's a lot i to know do and i remember just getting like not well i was unwell that's thing i didn't even like drink it very much honestly my issue with fireball comes from the number of times i've held someone's hair as they vomited Ooh. up fireball honestly though as of late i haven't been doing fireball shots it, it's been it's been hurting i'll only Any do shot. them with they're like if they're with someone else like and the group is all taking it and it's kind of the only option i'll take it now but i'm not happy about it i know i'm really off my shot game right now because there's nothing that i want to take a shot of I actually have a pretty decent tequila right now, so yeah, I'll take when, a shot of that. When I saw you do that tequila shot on TikTok, I was so impressed. I know, but then I had the delayed reaction. You, but like the thing is, <laughs> but it, the first second I seemed really, really cool. cool, and I was just like, because back in the day, like I really did love tequila like back in college like I could take shots of it like nothing but now like I can't even smell it without a gag coming up a lot of the times I can't and sometimes it has to do with the type of vodka but or tequila but sometimes it's not so I don't really know and then it's like why would you ever take a shot of vodka like that's stupid it tastes like rubbing alcohol terrible and so like then there's green tea but like it's not like I'm drinking drinking Jameson. and it's just like so sweet and yeah. gross so if you have a shot recommendation please comment somewhere <laughs> <laughs> um first time really smoking i don't super have one i my friends like did like oh i guess the closest story i have of like an actual story isn't really even me smoking um so the end of my senior year i had a party that was most of the theater majors in my class right at the end of the year when like we still like kept away our phones and didn't post about it at all but we weren't super worried about getting in trouble because we were so close to graduation right or maybe it was after we graduated maybe this was my graduation party i don't remember regardless 
a story from when I was younger and that something that I remember is you remember those like pit window things I told you about in an earlier story yeah. that we climbed out yes. of? So a, a story from back in the day was that my brother used to always smoke weed in those. Oh. Um, my mom actually caught him one time because they're like right near like a little patio area that we have caught him one like my sister and I had this like, you know, those like child picnic tables yes yes yeah. had one out there when we were kids and my mom caught him smoking weed like right next to us in that pit Cute. and apparently chased him off the property um and so at this point i was already kind of drunk <laughs> and because i had so many memories of my brother smoking weed there was like that's a great place to smoke weed um and my mom called me up oh no called Did me she- uh we were like outside but i don't think we'd close the window all the way and we were so nervous. My two friends were so panicked. They literally just full ran away, like, further into our, like, our, I'm saying our property as if it was, like, this big sprawling thing. No, they just, like, ran around to the other side of the house because yeah. they were so panicked. And we also, again, like, we didn't really drink or do anything very right. often. So it was, like, A, it's this the big fear thing. and it being a big thing. And B, like, because we didn't do it, it kind of fucked us up more. And my mom came out and they were so scared and uh, we were all so freaked out and I was so scared. And she was like, she literally did not care. She was just like, just don't do it near my house. I don't want my issue is with my house smelling. I don't care. Just go, go away over. from my house. Um, I don't even think I was smoking her. They could have been. But regardless, yeah. was, my friends were so panicked and it took us a while to be like, I think actually find them. Um, but yeah, my mom was like, I don't care. Just don't do it near my house. I don't want my house smelling. Yeah. I can't remember my first time like fully. Like I remember. I think I maybe smoked twice in high school, all of high school. I definitely smoked more than twice because my first boyfriend, his friends were stoners. Mm. And I wouldn't do it as much as them. But I definitely like experimented and tried things out. But I think I always knew that it made me paranoid. Like yeah. I remember my first bad experience there. Okay. So I was also so paranoid about my voice. And I was also yes. like so honestly judgy about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> because also my senior year when I started auditioning for college, um, so I think it was like in January, I was like, I'm not drinking while I, mm. while I audition, no. like I'm not doing anything. So, um, but I do remember the first time I got really spooked from weed, like just like the effects of it. So right next to the woods were, were the tracks and the track. <laughs> The tracks are literally over a train train. Oh God! Yes. But like it's. Just I don't like, know. Why I was imagining like a horse no. or dog racing tracks. It's over <laughs> where the Metro North, I guess, goes through, and it's just like so. Like if the woods are this way, you would make a right and you would follow this path, and it would lead you to this like area. And it's like the it's like a bridge that's over the tracks. And so I went there with my friend, LOL Tori. Hey Tori, if you're listening, um, and somebody else. And I remember we smoked and then we were exiting and I was just so spooked and freaked out. Um, so that's like the only like real first. And there's some other things, but I'm saving one story for, because it's a part of another first. Amazing. Okay. Um, first big crush. I have a really cute, funny story. You go first. Okay, so I will fully say his name because I imagine that he knows. Um, <laughs> I my first big crush was on this kid named Riley Munson, um, and it was in sixth grade, and um, I just like thought he was super cute, and 
I think I remember telling my social studies teacher because I imagine as teachers you can pick up on those things yeah. so I think we kids were, aren't subtle yeah we kids were are stupid I forget how I ended up telling him but I think like a group of us were kind of like telling him about our crushes and whatever and then after during social studies class that day which Riley was in he ended up like kind of alluding it to him trying to like joke around but I got so embarrassed because like you know you like somebody and what if they don't like you back and I just like remember being so traumatized by it and just being like so upset because I was like embarrassed or whatever um but that was my first big crush I think my like first like actual memorable crush like my first actual one was probably Jake from earlier Okay. Um, yeah. But there's not a ton of a story to that. The other one, would I say, is my family friend Mac. But I think I also told this story where, like, the I wrote the note. We had to, like, write the note. His dad came in. And I wrote a note saying oh, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. that I had a crush on his yeah. son. And he read it to his whole family. Yes. Um. So I guess the next one after that would be eighth grade. I had a crush on an entirely different Sam this time. Love it. Um. This was, I think this is generic Sam. But anyway, he was really into the Bruins and we were both in the advanced math class and we were like Ooh. always sort of like do the math together and like chat. Cute. And I literally have a distinct memory of someone like turning around and being like, are you two dating? And me like panicking because I thought it seemed obvious that I liked him and being like, no, no. <laughs> which no. then I think made, made it seem it like I really yeah. don't oh. like him or oh, okay. that I really do both of which were more embarrassing. Got it. Um, but I literally, he was really into the Bruins. And so I literally brought, bought when I was in Boston with my mom, a Bruin shirt, Aww. which is like the most particularly to my mom, transparent thing possible because it's like, you don't give a shit about the Bruins. Right. I think I literally told her, I was like, well, there's this guy. I think he's cute. His name is Sam. He Aww. really likes the Bruins. Wait, that's so cute. Um, but we kept kind of like flirting and talking in math class. And then I found out in a conversation with random other people at a lunch table, like a few weeks later that he had begun dating, I don't know, some other girl. Um, and I remember being devastated and having to Aww. be like, that's great for them. And Aww. I was like, ah. that's sad. Yeah. First, first date. My okay. first actual first date was with the, I mean, like technically my first one was the one around Walnut Hill, but I don't really count that because it literally wasn't a date. Right. Um, my first actual first date would either be would either be Riley, who I dated for a while, yes, um, or a guy who I kind of dated our freshman year of college, where we only went on like one or a couple actual dates. It was kind of weird, and <laughs> we both made a lot of poor decisions, but we went on an actual date, and I remember feeling really bad because it was like parents' weekend. And so it was super busy at all the restaurants. Yeah. And so we'd been communicating about that. And I went to a thrift store because there was an MT themed party that night with a couple of our friends in someone else's car. And then my phone died. Ooh. And so I was running behind and I'd also gotten the time like mixed up. And so I was by the time particularly I got my phone on, he was already there like waiting. Oh, shit. And I was just already so late. Late. Um. And so I eventually show up and I feel super bad because he got there early to get us a table because he knew it was going to be busy with parents weekend. And I was like late because I'd gone and then also my phone died and I also mixed up the time. And it was just like so unbelievably awkward. 
Um, I don't remember a single other thing about this date besides me showing up late and feeling like just the <laughs> biggest asshole. Um, this person will come up again later. We're going to assign them a fake name. I decided the fake name would be Steve. Okay, Steve. Um, Sarah knows who it is. Anyone who knows me knows who this person is, but <laughs> only because he's going to come up again in a later story. I'm assigning him a fake name. Steve. Um, but yeah, so... Steven, the the date didn't go well, and I felt like a real asshole. Yeah, I never really had like a first first date in that way, because a lot of my first like encounters with romance were like at a young age or like in high school, where it's not really like let me take you out to a nice dinner. So with the first guy that I seriously ever dated, um, we just like went to his house and hung out, and then later that evening we went to go meet up with his friends at this place. I'm just laughing at all these different names called the gazebo, which is <laughs> these just sound like so cliche. I high know school, like in a TV show, not yeah. even in a real life, which was like another destination on this golf course um, where people would smoke too. And so he brought me there to like go see his friends. And I was feeling so cool because I'm like, they're all a year older than me. And mm-hmm. I'm like the new girl he's dating. And, all of a sudden, his I, I didn't know this at, at the time, but his friend comes out in a Slenderman um, costume. And so I think somebody's there. And literally, a, another one of my friends was there. We start running for our dear lives. Um, and yeah. Oh, my God. So that was my first <laughs> first date. So we're really good at dating. I know. Um, literally, all my first dates, like, in high school are, like, hangouts. So they were, like, come to my house. And you just, like, make out the entire time. I literally, like, the date I went on in high school, we went and hung out at the gazebo that was just, like, in the middle of this field on my campus. Yeah. And, like, other people just came up and hung out with us. Yeah. Like, I um, went to, like, in ninth grade, I would go to the movies with this guy to, like, make out. I'm like, that's not a date. Like, that was- I don't even think I made it to even a hangout stage with anyone else in high school. Oh, I did go on one date with a girl in my dorm um, over a break, which I think I've told the story on this podcast where we were supposed to go to a movie and I was meeting her in her town. And so we set a time and because it was in her town, I assumed she'd checked the times for the movie. Oh God. And then we, I picked her up and we got there and she hadn't. Um, And so there was, the movie was not playing. So we just literally sat in my parents' car in this parking lot and hung out. There you go. Um, Sometimes that's all you need. Well, we never really got to a second date. We basically then went and had a conversation. We got back to campus. I'm like, no, I think we're just friends. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's okay. Yeah. First sex. Oh God. Or losing your virginity for the first time. Virginity is a social construct. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should go first. Cause I feel like you remember saying that you, we, cause we discussed this beforehand. Briefly. I remember, I remember it. you saying like yours is somewhat sweet. I mean, it is somewhat sweet. Okay. I'm going to start with mine. Cause it's, I guess more of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go. Um, so Steve again, Steve. So this is my freshman year of college. Um, and I already felt behind in the fact that I had not had sex yet. Um, and so Steve and I had been like seeing each other for a bit, uh, very unclear about what we were. Um, (laughs) I'm just dreading this so much. (laughs) Um, (laughs) cause it really is just like kind of such a bummer. And like, I'd like to say as a preface, like Steve and I have now later discussed this and we both 
in this quasi relationship we had, we both made many, many mistakes. Yeah. Um, but the first time Steve and I hooked up, uh, we went back to my dorm, um, and he started choking me with no oh. warning. Um, and I was like, oh, this is when I die. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm getting murdered now. That's what's happening. <laughs> oh and that wasn't what was happening. But I'm like, oh, that's something you should maybe we discuss should ask, with someone Right, a hundred percent. But my, like, one of my friends from high school had been giving me advice to so, like, don't be drunk for having sex. But I was really nervous. <laughs> and so I was like, fuck that. I'm going to get drunk. I literally remember, I forget what the theme was, but I was wearing a very specific outfit that the bra that I ended up wearing, you could very much see through and didn't work with the outfit. But it, I had planned on having sex that night. Yeah. And so I wanted to be in a cute bra. Right. It's a big moment. Sense. Um, <laughs> and we kind of skipped all the steps in the middle. Um, <laughs> I just went right. Honestly, I I can't like remember the like detail to detail of how it it started and 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 like got to the the point of penis and vagina. But I bet it was very similar. Where yeah. all the steps we, before we, were passed, like foreplay, not a thing in this, high school. Everyone, this person and I hooked up again senior year, but. I Until bet it was so different senior year. Very much was. Yeah. Maybe we'll get into that. Um, but we hadn't done any of the things in between making out and sex. <laughs> until senior year oh um, my gosh so I had like told him that this was that I I was gonna have sex with him. <laughs> um <laughs> oh god this is just terrible it's not really a story but it is just kind of like Cringe. sad-ish oh, okay, sad. so we go back I'm like drunk not in a way that I can't consent but in a way of like I just kind of wanted it to be over yeah um and I would say, so like, I didn't, I don't think I ever, or at least as a freshman, never saw his penis. Um, and I didn't really have any comparison. <laughs> so like, I didn't really have a good sense of anything, but I have been told by, again, in the department, everyone kind of hooked up with everyone. Yeah. Um, so I was, was told by other people down the road that he was well endowed, <laughs> which is not the best for your first no, time. No, because it's painful. So I don't know. We just like made out and then... <laughs> P went in the B. Ended up <laughs> having sex. Um, it was not enjoyable. Um, had sex. He finished. I just wanted it to be over. He afterwards just kind of apologized to me. Because <laughs> I think he knew I did not have a fun time. Um, and I just wanted it to be done with. Um, I think we maybe had sex a couple more times before things ended up ending for an entirely different unrelated story that is also complicated and long um but we went and spoke again our senior year and hooked up again and uh one thing that I felt kind of vindicated in or I felt that the the planes had even themselves was um I'd never enjoyed sex with him in freshman year uh at all no offense to him but I just really didn't we didn't really know what we were doing and like I also didn't take at all command of like enjoying it yeah um and I felt vindicated because we hooked up a couple times my senior year um and I would say he's 
was very good at oral and I felt vindicated that I got several very good orgasms from him. That's amazing. You see, like, and then again, like, it's like by the point you're in your senior year of college, like, you've just learned so much more. It's just so interesting to me. And I wasn't willing to have, like, sex anymore that was not enjoyable. Right. Because it's like the first time you have sex, like, okay, I'll just tell my story. But, like, I just think it's, oh, my God, going back on my word. I just think it's interesting that, like, like, especially because you're young, like, you don't know like sure I had done the steps like before sex with like people and stuff but like there's no like rule book of like hey you should probably foreplay because then I'd literally never get flowing and like besides masturbating I had never done anything with anyone the first time that anyone touched down there yeah was full having sex wow okay that is insane see I I never because I don't know whether it was like because I think society teaches. Oh, teaches I was deeply us. ashamed of the fact yes, that I masturbated. That masturbation and I would not do it for like periods of time because I would be so ashamed and embarrassed wow. of it. See, I never started doing it until I was in college because I never knew that women did it. But I didn't. Or mis- it was like an option. <laughs> Sorry, this is real deep, everyone. <laughs> yeah, please no one I know listen to. So I didn't. When I masturbated when I was younger, I didn't really use my hand much. I had a detachable shower head. Yes, yes. I, I've heard stories. So like, of pe- yeah. So, like, it wasn't, it was, like, disconnected in a weird way. Like, I still didn't really know how to make myself feel good at all. But anyway, yeah, yeah, it was, it was not good. There was then, like, blood and it was. Yes, that's a part. Okay, so my first time was with my first boyfriend. And we had planned this meticulously because his parents were going away for the day. And so we were, like, perfect. We'll have, like, the whole space to ourselves. It was actually kind of sweet, like. A week before, he had went and got condoms, and I guess they were geared towards female pleasure. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, at the time, I had done, like, basically everything else. Yeah, everything else besides that. I had never got received oral, though, because he was one of those freaks that was, like, at the time was, like, ew, that's disgusting. And now, if there's any high schooler by chance listening to this, fucking run. That is awful. Don't don't take that shit. Anyway. Also, don't do what I did. Do the st- steps in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that shit um and so i went over to his house and like again i don't really remember the like how we got into the p and v p in the v yeah but i just remember feeling like safe and like uh, you know we were both like it was middle of the day like we had planned this so like it just felt like oh like this is Aww. nice i do remember it being like a little painful yeah. i did bleed here's where i left off in the story sorry y'all the batteries died we love that when that happens to us but we act but we actually had batteries on hand this time yes. so we didn't have to leave and go to the store which is so nice because <laughs> it's raining um but what I do remember about my first time having sex and something I will never like regret. And this is why I don't like regret it is that I felt really safe. Yeah. I felt like good about the situation. And then like after when like, cause I, there was blood and you know, that's kind of embarrassing. And, my, and it's like a little scary. Yeah, it is because it's like, you know, and like, I don't know if you felt this, but like for the couple of days after, like you're sore, yeah. like the first couple of times having sex, it is uncomfortable. And that, then you get that's like, the- I, in this first round of having sex, never got past that, that point. Stage. So like, every felt, time it was just unpleasant. Yeah. I felt like the first five to like eight times, like it was very uncomfortable. See, that's the thing. I The first person I had sex with, we only had sex maybe four times. Right. So we never got to that. Right. Um, but the cute moment that happened like after was m- my ex at the time. 
got in the shower to, mm-hmm. you know, clean his body. <laughs> And then he calls me. He's like, Sarah, come. And so we had like a shower, which was sweet. It was, again, like a very sweet, wholesome moment. Um, And I'm glad it could happen that way. Um, That relationship did not last very long. (laughs) (laughs) But glad we could share that moment together because we both lost our virginities to each Mm other. Yeah. Oh, the one other part that I did leave out that the reason I brought up the choking in the first place was that... (laughs) not that i would have been like what the fuck no, are I, you doing i literally was like this is where i die um <laughs> he it was not his first time having sex oh, but he okay. knew it was my first time having sex so, and he did just choke me still <laughs> and i was just like like it's totally okay if that's a thing you're into like i don't have at all a, no, literally no percent uh, issue with that no but it's like you know this is my first time it's having not, sex right, like, don't choke particularly because like there is a very specific way to choke people that is safe and yeah. not hazardous and i don't really think that 18 year old no steve is that the name i picked steve, steve yeah knew the right thing to do and also i think that's why like i think the reason why i always felt like <sighs> i both felt vindicated and always felt a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth about it that i don't really blame on him because there's a lot of things about it that like were by my own choosing and like i fully did consent to it it's like the fact that he felt the need to apologize afterwards is like oh a sign that like you were like i made some poor choices yeah it's hard especially like at that age like at the young age like you you don't really know what you're doing like no yes i lost my virginity to this one person but it was like my next boyfriend that i actually really learned to have like sex like what it actually was and i learned that female pleasure is an important part of the process too because the first person i was ever with like who was sarah in that equation like i was never focused on and so that was my perception of it and then the only good one of the only good things my second ex-boyfriend ever did was like teach me that like there should be two people in this situation that are enjoying it my next relationship i then Basically, by the time I got in it and throughout the rest of the relationship, I was on increasing doses of Prozac. Oh, yeah. Which really which does affect kills things. your sex drive. hundred percent. So I definitely got more comfortable with sex in that relationship. But I never like really got to a point of like super loving it or enjoying it just because I was on a medication that killed it. And honestly, that was one of the factors in our breakup kind of yeah honestly i fucking my second ex-boyfriend he was a monster but boy did we have incredible sex sorry to anybody that is listening in my adult life (laughs) literally anyone who knows me and in real life knows that whenever i cheers with people i make them make eye contact because uh this was a superstition that i was taught by one of my teachers in my study abroad to france if you don't make eye contact when you if you don't make eye contact when you cheers, you have bad sex for seven years. And I always say, I've had too much bad sex to risk it. Um, and yeah. There but yeah, no, I, f- I felt vindicated that we hooked up again senior year. And I actually didn't do anything for him senior year. But that wasn't, that wasn't even by like me being like, I'm not doing anything that no shame or tea to this guy. Um, but like the few times we hooked up a senior year, he like... <laughs> he like drank too much one uh, time that's a him problem um yeah no very much not my problem um per last one if you've made it this far yeah we love you you're, you're i'm blushing so red if you've made it this far just send us a dm on instagram saying <laughs> you've made it this far our first heartbreaks do you want me to go first or do you want to go first i can go first okay 
Um, I feel like I sort of have two because I don't think I realized this was a heartbreak at the, at the time. So when I was younger, um, my best friend and, and I at the time were definitely more than friends. Um, like now looking back on that situation, I've been like, Oh, we're, we were fully dating and you know, um, we quote, quote unquote broke up. And I feel like that was like the first, but at the time I couldn't really, you know, call yeah. it a heartbreak cause I didn't understand. But if I look back on it I feel like that was like one of the first times I felt like really impacted by someone leaving yeah but um like I think the first person I really was ever in love with was my my uh second boyfriend Mm -hmm. and so that heartbreak was like there like that was harsh and it's just like there's no feeling like it like truly it's like even if you know somebody is so bad for you you know you formed this connection with them and it's so hard to leave you know especially like your first like big love and it also is a chemical withdrawal oh my gosh like literally and yeah and I think because of other circumstances in my life I had become very afraid of like being alone and and not having a person because I do sometimes very much rely on the person I'm dating as my full support yeah which is not a great quality about me but um yeah those are like my first like heartbreaks that I can really know like impacted me my first heartbreak actually Again, I've only really dated one person, but it actually happened before we technically broke up. Um, so this was in like, like probably four months into the pandemic or probably actually even oh, less yeah, than yeah. that. That spring when we were doing classes remotely, I was up in New Hampshire at my grandmother's house. Again, my grandmother's house comes into play a lot in these stories. Love it. Um, with two of my friends from college and... As a lot of people, like, I wasn't doing great in the pandemic, and my now ex was also not doing great. Um, And we ended up breaking up, actually, months later. Like, this probably happened in January, February, March, maybe, like, March, April, and we didn't end up breaking up until July. Yeah. Um, But he'd been having a rough time. I've been having a rough time. Long distance is difficult particularly when it wasn't really planned and also just like no one was doing well and he was graduating that year so I think he was under especially a lot of stress yeah um but basically what happened is he tried slash kind of did break up with me twice um (laughs) I feel like that's always how it goes it's like there's the initial break and then you're like oh maybe like whatever and then there's another one so what happened is he like basically did that thing where he like kind of like tried to break up with me but like did the thing where he was like I'm doing this for you like blah 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 and I was like you you don't get to decide what's right for me and I I basically with both of them told him like hey I don't think you're doing great how about sleep on it and we can talk in the morning yeah and so both of them within under 12 hours he ended up changing his mind yeah one literally the next morning one literally later that night yeah but the unfortunate side effect of that was, like, he did still, had I not said essentially no, he he had broken up with me. Yeah. And so I was still, like, heartbroken. And it was also, like, the pandemic. So, like, no one was doing really well. So, right. like, I already, like, had been devastated, gone, and, like, told, like, even though I'd been, like, hey, let's talk about this tomorrow. Like, yeah, what, you, you, like still... you don't get to decide for me. Like, right. he still essentially had tried to break up with me or, like, had broken up with me. Um, so I like already got like 
I got like drunk with my friends and like whatever and like called my mom and yeah. sobbed and whatever and actually like this was in the pandemic and like was bad pandemic wise but like I was in New Hampshire my mom was in Massachusetts she actually drove like I was so heartbroken my mom drove up to New Hampshire for the day yeah. and came and saw me just to be able to give me a hug because she like it's it was my tough. first like heartbreak yeah. um, and even though like 12 hours later he took it back Ugh. it was like but I still went through all that heartbreak and so when we finally broke up like months later he was like he said he was blindsided and I was like how can like you broke up with me twice yeah it's like you can't be blindsided You're blindsided what the fuck and he was like i was like i was like i don't get how you like you literally broke up with me twice like i like all of my i kind of all of my friends I, like i did, like i wasn't that heartbroken when the actual breakup happened because right. i had already had time gone to heal through that yeah and i had already done it and i literally told him i was like if you do this a third time we're over and i'm not giving you another chance because one of them literally he called me at like say like eight by 10 o'clock i had a voicemail from him being like never mind i don't want to break up with you yeah. and it's like as much as you took your it back within two hours that's still exhausting for me to go through. Right. It's so interesting because like, I mean, and I've done this before where I'm like, I, I need to take a break or I want to break up and then I change my mind. It's just like interesting. The whole, the I mind think what bothered me is of it. He kept saying that it was like for me that he was breaking right. up with me and it's like, no, you don't get to decide that. Yeah. I am an adult who can make my own decisions. That's a little If ridiculous. you want to break up with me, you can break up with me. But I think my issue is like, you don't get to break right. up with me for, for me. me. Like you don't know what's If you want to break me. up with me, break up with me because you, you need that yes yeah i get that um agree but i cried so much got so so drunk um oh. this is the night that uh i tried to <laughs> oh god i hope my mom doesn't listen to this i tried to climb out a window um the lake was still frozen over i tried to i got so drunk i did fully i blackout. remember being on zoom when oh, this was happening yeah. like literally my two friends were like chasing me around my grandmother's house i tried to go out the lake was still frozen but i tried to go, go I, I kept trying to like <laughs> run away because i was so drunk um, I fully bit one of my friends twice um, and one my friends had to literally keep watch on me um, and so one of my friends who had been mainly keeping watch on me was like okay I need to go quickly do something Yaakov you watch her and I turned to them and I said the thought of Yaakov makes me want to throw up and then I vomited into a toilet <laughs> Um, I was a full demon that night uh, like it truly happens. a menace to society like I kept being like I'll be fine. Just let me tent some air. And then we just full, like we were in like remote New Hampshire. I kept trying to just full run away. Oof, um, oof. I feel you. I was a menace for ba like it's so funny because my therapist loved to remind me that with this ex-boyfriend where I had my first heartbreak, um, I basically wanted to break up with him after like maybe four months together because he was showing extremely big red flags. Yeah. But I was like. I'll just, I, I need someone to go to prom with. Let me just wait till after prom. And I just kept pushing it back. Like I just wasn't a human during that, or I wasn't myself during that entire relationship, but heartbreaks are funny. Crazy. Yeah. Well, we're finally <laughs> done. If you've made it this long, it's so many, but these stories, I love these stories because there really are so many great memories in them. I think I enjoyed the like first two thirds of these stories. <laughs> the first two thirds i don't know uh, i feel like my first sex story is just like both not a story and just like kind of sad i get that i feel like it, it really goes one way or, or the, the other. other um and i think that's okay you yeah. know because then you have sex with somebody that you enjoy and like that becomes more memorable you know someday someday <laughs> 
Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed these stories as much as we loved reliving them. And... And if you want more of us, you should definitely check us out on Instagram at Completely Fucking Clueless. And on TikTok at Completely F-C-K-I-N-G Clueless. Woo! And make sure to rate, review, subscribe, follow, comment. All the other things. Please do all the things. We appreciate it so much. I did check before this episode and we're at 104 <gasps> reviews. Last I checked, we were at 101. I know. We were at 101 for a hot second because, of course, TikTok is hating us right now. <laughs> and nobody is liking our shit. So... <laughs> I'm mad. TikTok and I are TikTok and I are in a toxic relationship. You, truly, the hottest and coldest. Relationship. We really are. When we're hot, we're hot, and when we're cold, oof, we hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, have a fabulous Tuesday and a fabulous week, and don't forget to be motherfucking clueless. And go have some good sex, or if you're not into sex, yes. go have some ice cream. Or if you're not go. into ice cream, I don't know, go punch someone. Go do something that is good for you. You know, punching people. Sure. <laughs> That's your thing. Just don't get um, arrested. And don't tell my mom, please. Thanks. Thanks.